Hi, thanks for joining us on another INS podcast. Today I have Marvin Siegel joining us, and we're going to talk about certification in nursing and what it does for nurses and uh, patients, all the healthcare environment. Um, Marvin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for asking me, and good morning to you, Michelle. Thank you. Good morning. Would you please go ahead, and t- I know everybody knows you, but go ahead and uh, give us a rundown of what you're doing now, um, your your history with INS, um, a little about you. Okay, certainly. I'd be happy to. I got my RN in 1975. For the first 15 or so years, I was hospital-based in critical care. And then in the early 1990s, I entered the area of home infusion therapy. I started as a field clinician and worked my way up the ladder. And for the past almost 20 years, I've been employed as the director of nursing, first for a regional specialty pharmacy. And for the past three years, I've been a national director of nursing for a national home care company. Nice. Very good. So you have a lot of home care experience then. Yes. Yeah, a lot of it. Um, that's that's really good. So we're going to go um, into a little bit about certification and what it means for nurses. Um, you, I guess we didn't talk about that part of it, um, are the on the RN Council for INCC and the Infusion Nurses Certification Corporation. Can you tell us a little bit about INCC, the council, and how that works? Sure, certainly I'd be happy to. Um, this is my second stint on the exam council. I was on it the first time from 2005 to 2008. I was a, a member of the council, and I left in 2008, and I served two terms on the Infusion Nurse Society Board of Directors from 2008 through 2012. And then when there was an opening last year on the council, I reapplied, and I rejoined the council. And what we do is a group of us of um, eight, eight or so people. We meet once a year for three days at our credentialing center, which is in Lenexa, Kansas, and we review previous exams. We put together questions for new exams. And we critique the results of exams. We go question by question through the entire exam. We look and see how many people that passed the CRNI exam got the answer correctly and how many passed and got the answer incorrect. Mm-hmm. And then we try to determine was the question misleading? Was the question too difficult? Was the question no longer relevant? We just want to see uh, why people who have been able to pass the exam may have got a wrong answer. Uh, mm-hmm. Times, things, different things change in the infusion world. Therapies may change. Medications, policies, procedures, our own infusion or society standards may have been revised. So we want just to make sure that the exam is accurate and it is fair and it is a good representation of a person's knowledge and experience. So it's basically three days of very detailed review, very detailed examination, question by question, answer by answer. So at the end result, we know that the product we're putting out of the exam is something that is a true reflection of someone who has been preparing through study, through work practice, through networking, 
that they can represent and then proudly state that they are an infusion expert and mm-hmm. that they have achieved their certification in infusion nursing. Okay, and that, that is exactly what um, the CRNI is about. It is a certified registered nurse infusion. Uh, ANCC, they say that um, it, it signifies uh, having a certification signifies uh, the possession of expert knowledge. Um, it, it really does overall. I mean, there's so many certifications out there, but it it points to the fact that a nurse has taken the time to master the skills, has the knowledge and the abilities for that certain practice they want to master, that they want to say, I I know what I'm doing in this, and this shows that, correct? Definitely, yes. Yeah, there was another organization, the Accreditation Board for Specialty Nursing. Mm-hmm. Um, they defined certification as a formal recognition of a specialized knowledge, skills, and experience demonstrated by the achievements of standards. Okay. And these standards are identified different standards based upon the nursing specialty organization. And in our case, these standards are related to infusion therapy and patient care. Mm-hmm. So that certification that one gets is really a very formal way of doing that. Um, it validates the nurse's qualification to practice in a specialty area um, it has to be renewed periodically. It's not just taken at one time so that the nurse needs to continually stay current with their knowledge, stay current with standards, with changes in standards and patient's care, patient care. And it truly is a reflection of a nurse's ability and their knowledge and their skill, uh, mm-hmm. which is in a certification is a little bit different than a certificate. And okay. I, I know from speaking to a lot of nurses that, they question, um, they may say they have a certificate program in infusion therapy, and what's the difference between a, a certificate and the actual certification. And basically, the certificate program, that just means that somebody has attended an educational program. Um, it's not as comprehensive as a certification program. It could be about one particular skill or one particular topic. And after attending the educational program um, and successfully passing, whether it's an exam or a quiz or a hands-on skill, they were awarded the certificate just towards basically that one specific skill or knowledge mm-hmm. as opposed okay. to certification, which is more a, a more formal and a more comprehensive program. And it encompasses several different areas of knowledge and expertise. Excellent. Um, so certification, what, what, how, what, who benefits from certification? Is it just the nurse or is it beneficial to more than the person that wants to be certified? Oh, it's definitely um, much more than the nurse. I mean, on a very basic level, depending upon the organization or the facility where a nurse works at, he or she may be financially compensated mm-hmm. uh, once they achieve certification in a specialty area, whether it's a nurse who's on an, uh, an infusion team, a nurse who works in the emergency room, a nurse who works in the operating room. You know, hospitals recognize that nurses who have achieved a national certification um, have taken the time and effort and energy to dedicate themselves to their specialty and then they can be rewarded financially with uh, either a, a one-time bonus or a, an increase in their hourly rate. So on, on the very first level, um, 
that could be a good incentive for nurses mm -hmm. to, to do that. But also it, it benefits the nurses because it shows that they have a commitment to their own career development, that their dedication to patient care, that the nurse recognizes that health care sometimes changes on a monthly basis mm -hmm. uh, between treatments and therapies and technical aspects of it. And so the nurse is benefiting him or herself because they are keeping abreast of within their specialty, their experience and their knowledge, which then helps them make better judgments for what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Patients and families definitely benefit from having nurses care for them that have a certification in whatever area that they are. Um, hospitals prefer nurses that have specialty certifications because patients nowadays are, are looking for that. A, a recent Harris poll of consumers showed that people are aware that a nurse can get a specialty certification in a certain area. And the public is, uh, you know, they're looking at hospitals, they're looking at statistics from hospitals, and they certainly are looking at hospitals that have nurses that have specialty certifications because they want to know that their loved ones, their family, their friends, their neighbors, themselves in some cases are being taken care of by the best qualified nurses possible in wherever they're going. And the employer benefits, um, there is certainly a reduction in errors mm -hmm. by nurses that have certification because the nurses are staying, once again, on top of their specialty their skills, their knowledge, their patient interaction are very, very up-to-date. And education and specialty experience and certification all go hand-in-hand hand mm -hmm. with the reduction in errors. Yeah, and that's uh, a, a huge thing for hospitals right now, or any organization actually is, is decreasing these errors in order to have the best possible outcomes. Most definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Hospitals' rate of pay, the reimbursement they're getting. There are certain incidents of hospitals um, not not being reimbursed by different payers or patients mm -hmm. developed uh, complications not related to a disease or a condition but related to the care that they received in a hospital. And so right. by having staff that have certification in specialty areas, we're seeing a reduction in that because That's the nurses are aware of what's going on. Exactly. That's really great. And uh, for hospitals that are obtaining magnet status, um, certification of the nursing staff is a big part of that. Most definitely part of the, yeah. the magnet uh, process and the, the evaluation of the level of care and specialty. Certainly the more nurses that have certification in different areas are factors that weigh in in achieving or not achieving magnet status. Yeah. It really does show and and expresses to their nurses that you know we recognize how important it is for you to have the knowledge to be the expert in that field, and it raises everybody up along with them. It's really quite a cool thing so um, so it is professional organizations that provide certification, so we know there's all kinds of professional organizations i n s being one of those um and every one of those tests, of course, is going to be different. It's going to be directed to the field of nursing that it's a specialty of, of course. Um, how do people prepare for studying for these kind of tests? I mean, it's a lot of information. If you look at, like, the infusion nursing specialty, um, it covers a lot of different areas. How do people study for a test like that? 
Well, there are on on our own INS website there are resources that point people mm-hmm. um where to go. We have everything from the CRNI examination preparation DVD. Um, there is something new that can be found on the website. It's called the CRNI Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, that the, the Academy is taking information from four of the major INS textbooks and resources. Um, they spoke to a lot of experts. They prepare sample questions, flashcards, and by going through the Academy, it will give you a personalized study plan based on your experience, your background, your areas of strength, help you identify areas that you may need to study a little harder on based on your work experience. The Academy, by going through it, it will help you or help anyone taking the exam to identify those areas that they need a little more work in. And it does it in in a way that makes it easier and a way that goes from very basic to a more advanced, and so you'll learn along the way. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, the other resources that are on uh, the study guides, rather, that are on the INS website, it points to our textbook, it points to our standards of practice, the policy procedure manuals we have, the uh, basic one, and then we have ones for special populations, the older adults or the ones for pediatric patients. So there are a lot of directions given for resources on the INS website itself. Other things that people can do, um, and we definitely recommend them to do it, is to network, is to form mm-hmm. study groups. You know, if you are a nurse that belongs to a local INS chapter, um, you should work with the people in your chapter and form study groups. Uh, if you have a, a good number of people on the study group, each person can specialize in one of the core areas and work on that, and then you share together, you work together, you share information, you take practice exams together, um, you review with each other. So study groups and networking are definitely a way to help burden one person trying to do everything by him or herself. So once you've gotten all studied up and you're ready to take the CRNI exam, uh, you'll be able to find information on the INS website on how to sign up and where to sign up and all the study material and stuff you need. Um, The exam is given twice a year in September and March. Um, The very first exam was given back uh, March 23, 1985. At that time, 43 nurses took it, 329 passed. So we've had CRNIs around for a good deal of time, and they are also being seen throughout the world. We just recently had a CRNI in Australia, and other countries are taking those exams now too. Uh, So again, Marvin, thank you for joining us and explaining the importance of certification in nursing and how we can go about that. Do you have any closing remarks? Oh, thank you for the opportunity for me to share some of my thoughts. I will say that um, I did earn my CRNI in 2001, and I've maintained it ever since then, and that was one of the highlights of my professional career. And I certainly would encourage any nurse that's involved in infusion therapy to very strongly consider taking the CRNI exam. It is a definite validation of the hard work that everybody does every day in the specialty area. and It's proof to the outside world of the hard work you've put in, and it's a testament to your patients of your dedication to patient care, and it's an example to your employer of your commitment and dedication to the infusion world.
Excellent. And I want to thank you two for your hard work and dedication on the RN Council um, that, that helps to make the test possible and and show help us show how valuable we are as infusion nurses. Thank you again for joining us, Marvin. Thank you.